Hello, and welcome to Menu Feed, a bi-weekly podcast from Winsight Media's two food service brands, Restaurant Business and Food Service Director. I'm Pat Kobe, Senior Editor covering Menu, Food, and Drink for both brands. Today I'm chatting with Brendan Collins, chef at the New Market Tavern, a British gastropub with a rock and roll edge inside LA's original farmer's market. Chef Collins infuses British specialties like Sunday roast, shepherd's pie, and prawn sandwiches with a California vibe, but the menu also offers inspired takes on pizza, pasta, and seafood. Listen as he shares the challenges of opening a new restaurant during the pandemic and how he and his partner, musician and beverage pro Gary Twin, have created a place that's firmly in sync with the times. Welcome, Brendan. Thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about the culinary journey that you took, took you to the helm of the kitchen at Market Tavern. What were some of the steps along the way? Oh, it's a, it's a, lo- it's a long one. It's a long way. It started in uh, probably 1989 when my parents were running pubs in England. Um, that gave me the, uh, the culinary bug. Went to cooking school in the very early 90s. Um, left my hometown of Nottinghamshire to move to London. Spent 10 years in London with, with uh, trips to France and Austria in between all that. Worked for some highly uh, talented people, Marco Pierre in particular. That un- unusually got me to Los Angeles where I became the, exec- uh, the chef de cuisine of Melis restaurant in Santa Monica, a two-star okay. Michelin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the, the uh, kind of financial meltdown of 2008, and I decided to go into a more casual um, side of uh, the culinary arts. So I opened up a gastro pub um, in Culver City called Waterloo and City, which is a you know, very successful James Beard nominated best new restaurant, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, and you know, I'm, now, I'm, I'm now the uh, chef partner at Fear Restaurant in Santa Monica, and the, uh, the managing partner of Market Tavern. Uh, which is an English pub and uh, actually probably my favorite. <laughs> well, it was smart of you to go into a more casual format since that's what, you know, you need now, I, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, you know, actually fear is not casual. Fear is fear's upscale. Um, it's not not tasting menu per se. Uh, we didn't go that route. Um, but certainly, you know, the ingredient and the quality of the cooking is definitely not casual. Um, uh, whereas the market tavern is, it's, it's the kind of food that, um, you know, a home cook would do. It's just being done by professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, really great quality ingredients, but simple comfort food, uh, British, British inspired comfort food, but obviously with California sensibilities. Um, and uh, so far, you know, we've, we decided to open it during the pandemic, um, which was interesting, difficult, um, but, but, but thankfully, because of the location of the restaurant, uh, because of, you know, my name, um, and, and I think the, the concept of the restaurant, uh, knock on wood, mm-hmm. thankfully it would, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're doing very well and we're successful and we're, uh, we're thankful. We've, uh, most of all, we're exceptionally thankful that uh, we were able to uh, open, operate, and uh, not, not hemorrhage a bunch of cash during these uh, unprecedented times. So when exactly did you open? Uh, we've been open a month. Yeah, one month. It was one month on Friday. Well, happy anniversary. So we made it first month. <laughs> so I imagine you have an outdoor area too where people can sit. 
Well, we do because at this moment in time, you're only allowed to, to seat uh, outside. So we, we, we did have a patio. Um, it, it, it was supposed to seat 60. Obviously, we're only allowed to, to seat half of that. So we got 30 seats on the outside of the patio and we were able to snag a little bit of space. Um, it's kind of like a courtyard where it is. So mm -hmm. we snagged space out in the courtyard and we took over a, a, a one or a, one and a half parking spaces basically because uh, we have a parking uh, parking lot right next to us um, so we were able to give ourselves about 65 seats so you know um, enough seats to be able to make it financially viable let's just put it that way great so how did you come to team up with Gary Twin and how do you what is the vision you share for Market Tavern so, you know, it's, it's kind of a long story because we've been on this project for, for like three and a half years. Um, but basically, um, uh, Gary wrote the bars inside the original farmer's market in Los Angeles. Um, and he, he had the, he was initially his vision for the restaurant, not mine. Um, and he reached out to a guy who knew me very well, um, Jimmy Shaw, who ran the um, Lotteria Grill inside the farmer's market for many years. Mm -hmm. uh, little Place. And Gary said, listen, I'm, I'm wanting to do a British pub. Um, I, I need a partner. I need, I need a culinary guy. I need a chef guy. Do you know anybody? He was like, yeah, let me reach out to Brendan. He's the best. He's, you know, he's the, he's the British guy in town. Let me, let me reach out to him. So uh, Jimmy reached out to me and I said, sure, put me in touch. And then, you know, we, we, we met, we we're English. So we have that in common. We're both English, should I say? So we have that in common and, and we both have a love for, um, music we both have a love for the pubs uh, we both have a love for gastronomy um, so it was a really easy fit it was really easy we got on really well you know gary's a little older than i am but um you know we we, we share the same kind of uh, interests and and passions basically so we got talking and then you know one thing after another we got the steps moving um three year, three and a half years later we finally opened it <laughs> which is a longer process than either of us envisioned um, but yeah, we're there now and we're, we're super excited and we're super psyched and, and, and it came out the way that we had always kind of planned, which doesn't always happen when it comes to restaurants. Right. Sometimes pivot and change and things don't quite work out the way that, you know, you, you hoped. Uh, but on this particular uh, venture, it's really worked out the way we both, uh, you know, when we first sat down and discussed it, it's, it's perfect. So to, how does the vision translate to the menu? Can you tell me about some of the things that are on the menu that kind of combine California flavors with British pub food? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously we do the British roast. Um, that's one of the big things. You know, Sunday is definitely a big day for us. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it is, a, is classically British. So like the bangers and mash and things like that, that's classically British and obviously the fish and chips. But we've done it at an exceptional level. But then we've, do, we've got things like, um, you know, uh, sliced raw hamachi with oranges and lemons you know, uh, things like that. We've got a prawn sandwich on, which, uh, you know, prawn sandwich is very, you know, quintessentially British, but we're doing ours more like a lobster roll. Mm. So it actually comes on a, it actually comes on a croissant that's been made into like a, um, almost like a pikelet. We, we, you know, we've, uh, we've done some, uh, done some real crazy R and D and come up with some really cool things. Um, you know, a lot of the salad, a lot of the salads, uh, you know, we use like a malt vinaigrette you know, uh, but then using like, you know, like an arugula salad, but with malt vinaigrette. So we're kind of tying the two things together. Uh, and the, the flavors that we've come up with and the, you know, the, the interesting kind of mix of, of two cultures has been, it's been quite interesting. And people are really, uh, you know, they're enjoying what we're doing, thankfully. 
It sounds pretty unique uh, to mix those two cultures. Yeah, I mean, it really is because, you know, obviously British is all about comfort food, heavy food, you know, working man, you know, going in the fields or going down the mines or whatever and, you know, getting a fill uh, to California, which is, you know, salads and healthy food. <laughs> but we have both. So, uh, you know, if, if you're interested in coming to the market, Tavern, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get what, what it is that you're looking for. And you mentioned music too. So how does the soundtrack reflect the restaurant's vision? Oh, it's 100% British rock and roll um, from the 60s all the way through today. Um, Gary, Gary is a, a music aficionado. He had his own bands. He's been a successful musician. Um, and we have a lot of, um, a lot of uh, music friends that come to the restaurant. Gary's great friends with uh, the, all the, the Blondie band members, with the Sex Pistols band members. So we're, uh, we're you know, you, you don't be surprised if you come to the restaurant and you see, a, you know, a famous rock and roll star or a punk star. Um, and, that, you know, that, that makes up um, 100% of the music. Um, it's, it's a fantastic soundtrack, really fantastic mm -hmm. soundtrack. So how are you turning guests on to British food? I mean, it's not that popular in the in the states really and you know some americans have a negative perception not me because i've been in london and i i really like the food there but um i know that some people do have a negative perception and it's mired in old you know thinking but well i think i think that the i think that the irish bar kind of bar theme in America has always been there and you know people people tend to go towards it you know there's definitely a lot of British people in Los Angeles um, who, who appreciate and understand the, the cuisine as it were um, and, and honestly it's just about cooking with passion and love uh, and, and good ingredients you know a lot of the simple uh, American food that we eat and that you, you're so used to is not too dissimilar to what we do in Britain. It's just that the, the ingredients for a long time weren't that great in Britain. Or they were just trying to, you know, people were trying to cook with cheap ingredients and you end up with cheap, bad food. Mm. Um, but I think what we've done here is um, we're taking British classics and we're using really exceptional ingredients. Um, and you can taste it and you can taste the love and the passion in the cooking and you can taste the professionalism in what we're doing. So um, it's actually been pretty easy. A lot of the Americans have, you know, a lot of the Americans that have been coming through the door, which we've only been open a month, but even they're, they're, they're uh, you know, quite surprised on how good British food can be. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, that's been very, uh, you know, it's been a very a big positive for us. And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy for that. Can you talk a little bit about the Sunday roast idea? Because I think people who haven't been to Britain aren't really familiar with that um, idea. Um, I mean, it's obviously it's, it's traditionally British. So it's something that we, um, you know, that we love. Um, and it's, it's family time, really. And that's why it's uh, family style. I mean, when you come to the, when you come to the restaurant, you, you basically order your protein. And then well, when you, when you receive, you receive your proteins on a big slate and it always comes with, you know, a meat sauce um, and, and Yorkshire puddings, which are uh, what you guys call top, uh, popovers here. Right. Uh, and then it just comes with bowls of vegetables, seasonal vegetables. So at the moment we're serving with peas and carrots. We've got Brussels sprouts, roast potatoes, mashed potatoes, uh, cauliflower with a cheese sauce on it. Um, and it's basically just a big feast. Um, and it's a time where everyone gets at the table, you know, discuss their week, discuss their month, discuss their problems, discuss their happiness, just, you know, have a few drinks, have some, 
you know, a pint of beer, a glass of wine, and just a really good, you know, plate of food. Um, and it's one of those things where it's, you know, usually a lot of the table sizes are, are on the larger side. You know, obviously we're, we're in COVID right now, so we can only do six tops. But the amount of six tops that we do, um, and it's just a really happy time. You know, people, people leave, you know, fulfilled, satisfied, never hungry because it's a huge amount of food. Um, and, you know, and it's a, it's a place where people come and socialize and just have fun. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's easy on the kitchen because it's basically just producing vegetables and, and roasting meat. So uh, no one's stressed. It's mm -hmm. just a good thing. And uh, we, it's, uh, yesterday, you know, Sundays are by far our most successful day so far. So, you know, that's the day where we uh, pay for Monday and Tuesday that's not, being so, <laughs> not doing so well. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's enjoyed. They're, they're, I, don't think I've, I don't think I've had one person come through that door uh, sit down and have the roast and not leave, not leave exceptionally happy, uh, which is good. You know, it's, it's simple food, but cooked with love and professionalism, really. Well, I know family meals are really popular now too because of the pandemic. So people are wanting to eat that way. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's the best way. It's the best way. Right now we're, we're in a weird time, right? We're all on Zoom. We're separated from each other. Um, you know, my, my kid is turning into some kind of weird hermit. You know, I don't see my wife very often because she's working, I'm working. We're just trying to keep our lives, you know, somewhat normal. But as soon as you sit down at that dinner table, you know, whatever's going on around you, you're in your own little bubble, right? You're, you're enjoying yourself, you know, stress-free. You're eating great food. You're having a drink. You're having a glass of wine. You know, it's, it's just, honestly, it's one of the only times of the week where when going to a restaurant with your family, with your friends, where it actually feels like, the, the world is not falling to bits around you. So it's, it's uh, you know, and you can see that, you can feel that energy in the restaurant. It's, it's really great. That's definitely something we need now, for sure. More than anything, absolutely more than anything. What is the timing of it? Is it like, you know, afternoon into evening or? 12 till four. Oh. And because it's obviously a lunchtime, it's, it's, you know, it's traditionally a lunchtime thing. So we do it 12 to four. Um, yeah, you know, we get some, you know, we, we seem to get older people, you know, coming in at, the, you know, the, the lunchtime hours. So, you know, between 12, 130. And then it gets a little bit younger as we move into, you know, the three and four o'clock. But, uh, you know, basically people just get a table when they can because we're fully booked and we're fully booked weeks. So a nice alternative to brunch. I mean, brunch is so, you know, pervasively American. And I think people are really getting tired of brunch, to be honest. It doesn't vary that much from one place to the, the next. So Well, it's always some variation of an egg on something. Yeah. So this <laughs> is a nice alternative, I would think. It's absolutely a nice alternative. And honestly, it's really pressure free. It's just, you know, come eat, you know, loosen up your belt, have a few beers, have, have something to eat and then go home and have a nap. Uh, because that's definitely what you're going to be doing. <laughs> so talking about beers, what are some of the ways you differentiate the beer pro program and the beer side of the menu? I mean, we've just, uh, we've really taken it to uh, another level with the artisans, you know, we've kept it pretty local. Uh, we believe it or not, you need allocations on a lot of beers these days. So we get a lot of good stuff out of Russian river. We've kept it somewhat local, but we've, you know, it's really, we've got 26 on tap. So, you know, we're able to go really across the gamut on that. You know, we've got, you know, a lot of good triples. We've got a lot of good saisons, a lot of good sours, um, great, great uh, IPAs, great pale ales. The selection is phenomenal. Um, 
And we've brought it, obviously brought in some British things. So if you're looking for a speckled hen or a black fawn cider, you know, it's, it's all there for you. So, um, yeah, no, it's, we've, we definitely, we, we, rather than trying to be like crafty with cocktails, although we do have a, a good cocktail program, but we've not like, you know, spent hours and hours and, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars creating a craft cocktail we put all the effort into beer because we believe that you know having a glass of beer is equally as important as having a 25 minute cocktail or or a really expensive glass of wine you know we uh, that's uh, i guess that's an englishman's perception but uh, it seems to be working for us well good i mean you do have some cocktails though are they like back yeah. or are they something that you create you know to no, no 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 I just didn't want to, I didn't want for the, I didn't want the pub to be known as a craft cocktail place uh, because it, it, it changes the, it changes the concept. It changes the perception. We have a great, we have great bar team who can make great cocktails that are English inspired. So we have a great Pim's cup and we, you know, we do great Tom Collins and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's, that's not our, that is not our focal point. Our focal point is really great, you know, British California food, great homely, service where it really genuinely does feel like a home away from home we wanted it to feel like a genuine english pub we didn't want it to feel like something you would get in disneyland we built it we built it so you would feel like you're in england but know you're in los angeles um and and we wanted to create the same kind of menu you know but whether that be the beverage menu the cocktail menu the wine menu or the food menu we wanted it to to resemble like you're in london but no, you're in Los Angeles. So it's not too similar or, you know, you weren't getting confused when you were reading anything. And, um, you know, it took us a long time. We had a long time to be able to come up with it uh, mm -hmm. for this, for how long it, you know, between the building of the property, you know, the, the, re, the refurbishing of the property. And then we got closed down before we had the chance to open. So yeah. we were able to, be able to use that time to, to really come up with, you know, um, a, what we believe is what for us, what we believe is uh, really well thought out concept. Can you talk about the design a little bit? What does it look like inside? Inside, inside, it looks like a high vault. It's, we've got high vaulted ceilings with uh, almost kind of like a farmhouse feel to it. So we've got beam, nice beams, beautiful beams. Uh, the bar is made out of pewter, so it's a really classic, old-looking bar with you know like a pewter top. Um, a lot of wood you know, but not old wood, not reclaimed wood, just like, you know, nice wood paneling. We have booths along the west side of the restaurant with open windows and blinds. Um, and then it's got a rock and roll theme. So we've got um, a lot of photography, a lot of great photography of rock stars, pop stars, punk stars. Um, we have a beautiful wall that, that's like a, like a collage of like London and the 60s and 70s. And, you know, it's definitely a rock and roll theme um, to go with the music. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's simple. It's clean. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's rock and roll. We've got some TVs. It's a, you know, British Californian pub, hundred percent. You can see both. Cool. How are you promoting it as a gathering place? You know, since people aren't gathering too much. I mean, you mentioned you are only doing six tops, but how are you marketing the concept since it is a new restaurant? Um, as, as regards to a gathering spot, you know, obviously we're only allowed to use outside seating. Um, so we've got some, you know, some standard, we've got, we've created the restaurant. So it has like a indoor outdoor feel anyway. Mm -hmm. So we like low down seating for people who want to come in and, and, you know, have dinner or, you know, eat, eat a couple of courses and, you know, and have a, uh, you know, 
and, and drink. Uh, but then we've got quite a lot of high tops around the, uh, the, the outside of the dine, uh, the, sorry, the outside of the patio uh, where the windows are. We put like these beautiful shutters in. So mm. we put the high there so you can kind of look out and, you know, eat your food from a high top as a gathering spot. I mean, just people aren't really gathering at the moment. Right. And when they do, we, you know, we've, we've got to abide by the, the laws and we have to separate them. So people say, listen, we want to we come in with 10 people. We say, okay, we can do that, but it's going to be a six and a four top, you know? So um, we're, 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 we're basically laying down danger um, at the moment. And, you know, restrictions are, are relaxed a little bit. Um, so, you know, we're int- it's basically an introduction to the restaurant right now. So people can kind of start envisioning what it's going to be and how they're going to be able to use it um, as and when, you know, the, the, um, the, the, the virus sort of subsides and the government allows us to open more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically, we're, we're, we're doing what we can to make sure people are safe, you know, while providing a, a great service. So we're, we're, I don't want to say that we're tied or our hands are tied. Um, but I think people will, will start to realize, oh, this is a place to come and watch your sports. This is a place to come and have, you know, drinks. This is a place to come and have, you know, dinner and a Sunday roast. Um, you know, and we're, we're, we're basically just giving them good service, friendly service, and uh, making sure that, that, you know, we become their regular spot. Uh, and as and when, you know, things relax and open up, they can uh, start bringing more and more friends and do gathering. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, you know... We're in it's the situation we're in. There's not there's yeah. nothing really to do about it. And is it mostly word of mouth that's um you know promoting it now then? Yeah. You know, it's we've got people coming in and enjoying it and you know, and when they're saying we want this, we want that, was like, listen, we just we just can't do it soon though, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like yesterday we had uh, we had the games on inside the restaurant but not on the patio and people wanting to come in and watch it. And I'm like, guys, I'm sorry, I just can't let you be in here. Like I'm be I'm into trouble. But soon you'll be allowed to be in here, you know, right. soon you come and watch the games and, you know, because we've got like a, we have like a standing bar also in the, that like kind of runs through the middle of the restaurant, uh, which is going to be awesome for coming in and, you know, having, having a few pints and watching a game. Mm-hmm. Right now it's just, we're just not able to use it, but it's introducing people to that saying, listen, you know, I know right now we can't do this, but soon enough you'll be able to stand there with your drinks, watching that telly and watching your game. Um, so I think people, uh, you know, they'll they'll have it in the back of their minds that, that this is the place to come and and enjoy their uh, enjoy their sports and enjoy their drinking and you know using us as a as a, a nice watering hole for them. So I understand you have a happy hour too. Can you t- talk about that a little bit? Do you have a different menu for that? Um, it's 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 not necessarily a different menu. It's it's items from the menu, but they're all you know obviously nice happy hour pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we three to six at the moment. Um, you know, it's a great happy hour on alfresco dining, alfresco happy hour. Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's been successful for us. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's a really good happy hour. <laughs> I don't really say good food, good drinks, discounted prices. What more do you need for a happy hour? Totally. Yeah. Do you have smaller, you know, like snack, more snacky food for happy hours? Yeah. I mean, we have that anyway. So what we've done really is we've utilized the, the, the British section on the menu, British bites. So it's things like sausage rolls and pickled eggs and, you know, pork scratchings and things like that. And we've obviously, we've obviously translated those onto the happy hour menu, but we've also had like a burger, we do a really, really great Neapolitan style pizza. So we've got some pizzas on there. 
you know, it's, it's all, all the, it's, it's, it's uh, finger food, hand food, you know, you, you're not sitting down recourse menu and you need, you need knife and fork and napkins. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's stuff that you just pick in and pick up and shove in and wash it down with a good beer. And how about um, curbside pickup? Are you doing any of that? We, we've done, we, we've definitely got some happy hour, well, sorry, some of the um, delivery stuff to go. We, we signed up with DoorDash and Postmates. Um, we, we are doing a decent amount of to go, but we're a brand new restaurant. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not, it's it's not that easy to just jump in on that game you know what i mean people kind of have their uh, they have their favorites i mean i my, i'm you know we're busy my my wife and i are both busy my wife runs a staging company in los angeles and uh, my daughter is you know so we we use doordash a lot you know mm -hmm. even though i'm deaf believe it or not we do we do do a lot of delivery food at this house <laughs> especially recently with running two restaurants my wife's been hella busy my daughter's got you no, know, she's at home. So, we, so, but we have like four restaurants that we use. You know, I mean, it's just like we either we either have the Indian restaurant, we have the Mediterranean restaurant, we have the Thai restaurant, and they're the ones that we use. So, for to break that cycle takes time. Mm. You know, even though we even though people think, oh yeah, just do delivery, it doesn't quite work like that. Um, but we're we're definitely doing uh, to goes. You know, and it's something that we're building on. It's a platform that we're building on. It just. You with, with that sort of thing, you've got to be patient. It takes time. Definitely. And how about the wildfires? I know that they're, you know, more controlled at this point, but that like threw a double whammy on you as you were opening up. I mean, you have the pandemic. Was the wildfires, you know, we went from COVID into massive heat waves into wildfires. We've, you know, it's been um, an interesting time for the restaurant uh, industry in Los Angeles. Um, the wildfires have not affected us um, other than the fact that the air quality has been pretty rough. And uh, the, skies, the skies were kind of a weird orange tint for a while. So it was, um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. But the, thankfully, they're starting to subside a little bit. We're, we're heading into fall this week. You know, there's a little bit more moisture in the air and um, hopefully they'll be able to get a handle on them pretty soon. I mean, it's nothing that we're not used to. I mean, this, these, these things happen every year and they seem to be getting a little bit worse every year too. Um, but it's nothing that we've not had to deal with, not had to handle. Um, you know, a lot of people in Los Angeles and people in California, are, it's kind of, we're used to them now. Um, it, it's, it's awful for the people who are affected, you know, by losing their homes and having to be evacuated. But it's just, you know, it's part of living in California these days. Yeah, you really are like a brave group there, <laughs> putting up with all these natural, you know, disasters and... Oh, well, knock, on, knock on wood, we won't get any bigger. Yeah. That would be the trifecta. <laughs> yeah. So is there any chance that you might um, replicate a market tavern and, you know, like create another one location when things calm down a little bit? Uh, there's, that is definitely in the conversation. There, uh, we're, you know, we're uh, looking at uh, people for money and we're looking at places to uh, where we could, you know, where it could be successful. Um, it's one of those, it's one of those concepts that could definitely be, um, you know, spun out and, uh, it's such a fun spot and that, you know, with, with the, the programs that we've put together on it, you know, it's, we, we believe it's, you know, after, after COVID or after we get back to some form of normalcy, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a place that we believe people will uh, enjoy and frequent. And uh, yeah, we think it could definitely be uh, replicated in other, you know, other markets and other areas. Mm -hmm. It is pretty unique. There aren't too many concepts like that around the U S so. We, yeah, we think so. Well, you know, we're, 
very, we, we, like I said before, it took us a very, very long time to put it together. And during that time, we were able to, you know, many, 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 you know, concept conversations and come up with something very unique. And we're, uh, we're, we're very happy with it. Um, you know, just, just unfortunate timing with, with what's going on with the pandemic. And, uh, you know, like you say, the, the fires and the heat wave, but, um, we, uh, we cannot grumble with the, the, the support and the custom that we've had uh, because it's been phenomenal. Thanks, Brendan. I can't wait to travel again so I can visit Los Angeles and go to Market Tavern. Please join me next time for another episode of Menu Feed, when we'll delve into more restaurant and menu trends and the personalities behind them.